We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What do you think is fun about Minnesota? 651-641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at mytalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. So, you guys, we made the top 10 of a list. Oh, fun. And it's a good list, and I'm excited. Oh, speaking of fun, Bradley. What? That is the list. According to a Wallet Hub survey slash study, Wallet Hub ranked all 50 states from the most fun places to visit to the least fun. And we made the top 10. What are we? What number? We're number nine. Oh, okay. What can I ask? Mm-hmm. What What does that mean? Well, fun? I will. Because I know you. what I think is fun, but so they they I guess they scored on two, sort of two categories: entertainment and recreation, and then nightlife. Okay. And we actually are number nine in entertainment and recreation, and we're number seven on nightlife. What? Uh, what? 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 I don't get okay. it. Who's in front of us? Uh, you want to know who's in front of us? Okay, so we've got... Hold on. i got to put it in the right order. Okay, so Nevada is number one in nightlife. Wisconsin is number two in nightlife. Wisconsin. Is that because they consider bars nightlife? Because I don't that, know. that makes sense. Um, Illinois is three. New York is four. California is five. Louisiana is six. And we are seven... Do you know that we're number two for highest mm. personal expenditures on recreation services per capita? What, what does that mean? That means we spend a lot oh, on okay. having fun. So I wanted to ask our listeners, what do you think is fun about Minnesota? 651-641-1071. If somebody says to you, what's fun to do in Minnesota? What do you say? What do you think is fun about this state? 651-641-1071. I hate to be the one to say it, like to bang the same exact drum over and over again. But like, I do actually think our lakes make it fun here. Yeah. Lakes are fun. They are fun. Yeah. There's lots of things you can do around and in and on lakes. That's true. And we have an abundance of lakes. Plenty of lakes. 651-641-1071. To that end, actually, and this is what I would say makes us fun is um, not necessarily just lakes, but our our green space period Mm -hmm. is just bar none um highest state and look we are tied for first in highest state and local expenditures on parks and rec per capita mm-hmm. 
which means we put actual yeah. time, energy, mm-hmm. and money into maintaining those spaces so that the people can enjoy them. And I, I mean, yep. I just agree. We'd like to recreate. 651-641-1071. What do you think is fun about Minnesota? I will say when I've had friends come in from other states to visit who have maybe never been to Minnesota, yeah. the first thing that they say... It's rarely, if ever, but that's right? a whole other conversation. Don't even get me started. Just don't come here. The first thing <laughs> that they say is, I cannot believe you have lakes in the middle of the city. Yeah. The second thing they say, and I'm not kidding, is I can't believe you have an amusement park in the middle of a mall. Yeah. And we do weird things. Here. I know. We're, it's kind of just, awesome. We're we're awesome. What do you think is fun about Minnesota? The, the green spaces. Yeah, I think yeah. our parks and um, city amenities. We have a very beautiful city here in Minneapolis and St. Paul. Good mm-hmm. luck to you guys. Yes. I mean, you do a great job. Lots of history. Mm, you know. Well, and I would just like to say, like, it's our entire <laughs> state that they that they ranked I, so great. I will say the thing that I used to um, l- my least favorite thing about the state you, in the metro area in particular because I don't I haven't spent a lot of time out uh, out state as they say. I mean I've been there, you know, but I just I spend a lot more time in this area. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we've gotten much better at. Uh, our dining out experience mm-hmm. here in the Twin Cities. Because when I arrived here, it was a very different experience in the mid-90s. Well, I also, I, you know, I we could get on this tangent, but I, I won't go all the way down there. But I, I, I also feel like people didn't recreationally eat in the same way in the 90s as we eat for recreation now. True. But I, as having moved, as I did at that time from Houston, the food culture there was so much more vibrant. There was so much more. And here it was like, you know, you had a nice steak restaurant mm-hmm. and that's kind of all you had. I mean, yes, yeah. there were all sorts of food here already, but people didn't really, I don't know, they hadn't invested in it. They hadn't really expected it. Mm-hmm. So like there weren't a lot of people doing new and different things. And now we have such a vibrant, you know, diverse yeah. food culture as compared to 20, 30 years ago. Yeah, it's true. Uh, let's go to the phones. Becca is on the line. Hi, Becca. Becca, what do you think is fun about Minnesota? Hi guys. Hi. Can I first just can I first just say that it's a very weird experience when you call in on the radio and you're on your hands free in your car <laughs> and then you forget and then you guys keep talking for a while and so then you forget that you're actually on the phone and not listening to the radio. We feel I love you. It. <laughs> Anyways, you know, I, I, for me, uh, well, everything. I love Minnesota, but going up north and going to Duluth has got to be like way up there. I agree. And I don't, it's got to be such a pain for the people who live in Duluth, for all of us who love Duluth, and then we come up there and we, like, invade their city. But it is so great. And last, um, a, well, a couple of months ago, my husband and I went up there, and everybody always goes to Canal Park, where the lighthouse is. Yeah. But we actually spent a lot of time on the other side, so, like, still, you know, facing the lake, but over by where Sidgers, yes. that, that hotel is I feel like that's the untapped area to go to so that you can get by the water and there's not so many people. I agree with you. Yeah. Thank you, Becca, for your call. It's funny because when it occurred to me that it was the whole state that they named as fun, the first place that I thought of was Duluth. And actually, she's right. That whole area up uh, just slightly north of Canal Park where Fitgers is, and there's like all kinds of stuff to do there, too. There's, you know, yes. And also, I I also feel like when people move to Duluth, they do so knowing 
that it's going to be a touristy area, yeah. right? Yeah. Let's go to Patrice. Hi, Patrice. Hello. Patrice, what do you think is fun about Minnesota? Everything about Minnesota is fun, especially our food rituals. I actually wrote a book about them. Everything from hot dishes to booyahs to meat raffles to pizza farms, ice fishing. We could just go on and on. We have the best food state. I love that. Thank What's you your so book? much. Yeah, give us a give us a thought about your book. My book is Land of Ten Thousand Plates. Oh, yep. Yes, and yes. When did this this book just came out? <laughs> yeah, it came out in uh, October, right in time for pandemic reading. <laughs> I love it. I gotta give you this book. Thank you, Patrice, for your call. And I love this idea of like the idea, the thoughts around our food rituals because. We do have unique food rituals here yeah. in Minnesota that that maybe outsiders we don't we probably well, take them for granted a little bit, but I, when people come in from the outside, they're like, "What is this?" I w- I was gonna say I think that um, maybe this is a total overgeneralization, but it, it my impression is that there wasn't much. So example again, remember I told you I came from Texas. Mm-hmm. People in Texas are like, I am from Texas. We are the best. Nobody else is. And we are going to now tell you about all the amazing things about Texas. That's just part of what it means generally to, to come from Texas. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you come to Minnesota, it's like, well, no, I mean, we've got some stuff and it's really nice and we're not going to tell you about it because we'd like to keep it to ourselves. But now I think that has changed somewhat where Minnesotans are very much, um, willing to be like, actually, it's pretty cool, and here are the things that are cool. Yeah, right? which I kind of love about us. I'm glad yeah. we've grown into that because we are awesome. Yeah, let's let Megan have the final word. Megan, what do you think is fun about Minnesota? Hi, I would like to add live theater. We have the highest mm. number of seats per capita behind New York. Yes. That's true. People think we're flyover country, and I work part-time at that dinner theater, um, sort of off and on a little bit during this lovely little pandemic, and I can't wait to go back. Yes. More regularly in July. So, yes, to live theater coming back. I'm so excited. You are absolutely right. Megan, thank you so much. And a lot of of very famous, well-known actors got their start or at least developed their careers in Minnesota. Yeah. We are fun. All right. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, you know what else is fun? Yesterday, I told you the story about how the Daily Mail was trying to make us think A-Rod was dating Katie Holmes because he left her apartment building. Apparently, they have doubled down on this story and involved. It's got it's just got it's a web. It's a web. And we're going to we're going to take you on a journey through that web after this on my talk. One oh seven one. Okay, so yesterday on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. We uh, introduced you to a weird story coming from the Daily Mail about uh, A Rod leaving the apartment building that Katie Holmes and others lived in. Yep. Well, as if that story wasn't enough, they've gone ahead and outdone themselves. There's a sequel. There's a sequel. Oh my God, this story in the Daily Mail about Katie Holmes, A-Rod, and so many more other celebrities, just wait, um, is hilarious, basically. And I want to walk you through this bizarre cavalcade that the Daily Mail is trying to foist upon us. So you mentioned that yesterday they had this story about Alex Rodriguez showing up at the or leaving the apartment building or the penthouse or whatever right. it was building that katie holmes is in and others right so that was the giveaway like they're not actually together and in fact um 
news outlets reported very quickly after, like, well, this has nothing to do with either of them actually being interested. They just both happened to be at that very place. Right. So it was, it was like, like there a story. are apartment buildings in New York City. People live in them, and it happened to be the one that Katie Holmes lives in. Well, here's a headline for you, oh, thanks geez. to Heather Waugh over at DailyMail.com. Katie Holmes leaves apartment after being forced to deny that newly single Alex <laughs> Rodriguez visited her at her New York City building following sighting. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, literally, you are trying so hard. And then I want to share with you. So this is a bunch. Now, what's funny about this is that these very photos had already been published by the Daily Mail of Katie Holmes walking And there was like some commentary, as often as the case with Katie Holmes, about her fashion, right? Right. So they're like, Katie Holmes steps out in fashion and does stuff. And walks on her her legs. Following her split from Amelia Vitolo Jr. Like, Uh. that's usually what the headlines were about, right? Mm -hmm. Well, then they just took those same photos, uh, you know, reassembled them for this article, wherein they show the photos again and then tell the story about how her rep is like, yeah, no, she doesn't even know Alex Rodriguez, which I think is hilarious because that's always fun when celebrities are like, I don't know her. Okay, Mariah. Um, and then they, you know, go through all the pictures. Newly single Katie Holmes is pictured on Monday running errands solo in New York City the day, just one day after Alex Rodriguez was pictured exiting her apartment building. <laughs> Can you believe it? She, she had, had the gall she to went walk around after that. Um, and then. And then on Monday, uh, a source told Page Six that Alex was simply looking for a potential bachelor pad. Alex is looking at a lot of different apartments. So again, reiterating, this is not a story. Mm -hmm. None of this is a story. So what can the Daily Mail do to keep our interest? They're like this. Katie Holmes had to deny this thing that wasn't actually a story because we made it a thing without any actual proof. So they're just stating the obvious, but... Just in case mm-hmm. you showed up for a thing, look at this. Emilio <laughs> Vitolo Jr. Hmm. Katie Holmes X. So now we've gone. Okay, from so we've taken a leap. Alex Rodriguez uh-huh. and Jennifer Lopez. Mm-hmm. We're paying attention to them because they are now exes. Mm-hmm. Alex Rodriguez comes out of the apartment that Katie Holmes lives in because then she's walking outside. Mm-hmm. And so they're like, well, what else can we add to that? Oh, she just broke up with. Emilio Vitolo Jr. And guess what he did? He went on a date with Alex Rodriguez? No! (laughs) That would have been awesome. He went for a walk outside, too, with... You don't say, oh, with... A mystery woman. (gasps) No, she's a mystery mystery woman. And they're both carrying giant umbrellas. Well, maybe there was rain in the the forecast. Perhaps. Um, And so then they try to take that turn. They're like, well, maybe we got something over here. On Sunday, the chef and aspiring actor was spotted enjoying the company of a mystery woman during lunch. He donned a black t-shirt and shared an umbrella and a laugh. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I just want to tell you that these pictures are also uh, by paparazzi by invitation. Oh, yeah. Like she's the, the woman he's with is like, oh, me being photographed. Coincidentally, accidentally, no, sure. I don't. I just happen to have all my hair and makeup done, and I'm wearing uh, my uh, denim jumper provocatively. Yes, I mean it's just so obvious. It's so obvious. So obvious. They even they go, Katie, who's a mom to daughter Surrey, fifteen, with ex Tom Cruise, split with boyfriend Amelia Vitolo Jr. in April. It's like one big cluster bleep. It feels like somebody handed over like a pile of pictures and then threw them up in the air. And then when they scooped them back up, they were like, oh, I guess we got to make a story with just these. Yeah. And uh, frankly, by tomorrow, um, let's see if we go from Emilio Vitolo Jr. with a mystery redhead. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We got to connect the mystery redhead to somebody and keep the story going because, you know, mystery redhead forced to deny she doesn't know Alex Rodriguez. What? <laughs> yeah. And maybe, yeah, we got to figure out who, who how we're going to keep the ball rolling on this and 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 lest you think this is just the daily mail each and every one of these celebrities let's start with alex rodriguez Mm -hmm. what did you just announce about alex rodriguez today he bought the minnesota timberwolves oh i wonder why we're talking about alex Rodriguez. right okay uh lest you think um katie holmes or the the tabloids are the ones pushing the story about katie holmes what do we know about katie holmes that we've learned uh got a movie oh with yes. Emilio Vitolo Jr. Oh, ding, ding. So you're telling wow. me that Emilio Vitolo Jr. also making headlines also has a project to promote. Right. Right. But who's then, the mystery redhead? And then the mystery redhead, we will probably find out tomorrow, yes. is Jessica Chastain's long lost sister. Sorry, who? Chastain. Thank you. But honestly, um, but honestly, I, that is the next step in the trajectory is that tomorrow or soon after we will have an identification for the mystery it's already, gal yeah. that she that he was walking with. But which, by the way, just for those of you who are astute viewers and listeners of uh, pop culture and uh, tabloids, they already know. They already know who that is. Oh, But Emilio Vitolo Jr. was like, hey, meet me out at this place. I'll be walking with this woman. Don't say her name. We can do it tomorrow. Because like, and even if they don't know who it is, he knows who it is. Right. He would not be going on a mystery lunch date, which, by the way, why is it a mystery when you're doing it out in public? Right. That's That's not not a a mystery. mystery. (laughs) We are on to you, celebrities. We We got your number. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, other celebrities also behaving badly. We call them. We'll tell you about them after this on My Talk 1071. Celebrities behaving badly. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. And uh, we 
have a name for these celebrities behaving badly, and that name is... D-Bag! Presenting Bag-a-day. Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Um, Jessica Beale. Oh my gosh, you're so mean. Oh my gosh. Why would you call her a D-bag, Colleen? That's so rude. Oh, I thought you were calling me that. No. Slow your roll, honey. (laughs) No. Uh, Why are you so mean, Colleen? I know. How dare you? Jessica Beale is an honest, upright citizen. Right. Except for that they're trying to like, I don't know, mold our understanding of the pregnancy of their secret COVID baby. Secret COVID baby. I did see the headline about her secret COVID baby, and I was like, I don't got time for this. So she was on Dax Shepard's Armchair Expert podcast, and she was like, I had a secret COVID baby. It wasn't like it was supposed to be a secret. Uh, It was just that COVID happened, and then I went to Montana with my family, and I never left. Okay, but why was it a secret? Okay, so that's actually my point, is this. Okay. By virtue of, like, not making it public, it is secret. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, like, she wants us to, like, think that they didn't keep it really secret from us. It's just that, you know, COVID, and then they went to Montana, and then it just, like, never came up. So you never got to see her out and about. With the buggers. Right. Or, you know, on their Instagram, where, by the way, they were posting photographs in Montana on um, Instagram. Do they think that we're stupid, they by do. the way? They actually because do. Mm-hmm. weren't we... Mm, you are... Mm-hmm. Thank what? you. Mm, yep, go on. Mm-hmm. Now, I, it, it's escaped okay, me. Okay, I'm here for you. We... Hold on, let me get... Okay, try. okay, okay. Let go to New Orleans. Try. Go to New Orleans. Yes, doesn't it have to do with the fact that uh, he was kind of in the dog pound because mm-hmm. he had uh, kissed a lady? Held hands. Yep. And like... You know, rubbed up on her. Yeah, like, like thigh grabbed. And then all of a sudden they were like, no, we're a great family. Look at all this family. I'm going to do better. Woohoo. Pregnant. Mm-hmm. And then the movie came out, like in the middle of all of that. Yeah. And then, like, surprise, baby. I'm just saying. It seems a little yeah. obvious. Yeah. Like, I get, it. I understand. You got your story straight. It wasn't supposed to be a secret COVID baby. It just happened that there was a, a, a pandemic, but you played it. You yeah. played it. Yeah. Like, to think that they just naively. You know, went, about went to Montana and like forgot oh, to tell people like, that they were having a baby. We totally forgot. I mean, it just happened. Oops, it, you know, it just it happened. Intentional. Bloop. There's a baby. Also, secret Coba Boba. Whoa, excuse me. Secret baby COVID. What? Secret COVID baby. Mm-hmm. That just sounds like a song. Or secret COVID baby. Yeah, it does actually. I'm going to Montana and spreading. <laughs> no, I was gonna say because you know the baby comes out and you're like, "Thanks, I'm secret COVID <laughs> The miracle of birth, yes, it which we'll get to miracle. see this year. I'm so excited. Excuse me, what? The fair is coming back. Oh, I'm like, what? I'm sorry, where where are you going to watch birth? <laughs> the miracle of birth tent barn thing. Oh, for goodness' I'm so sake! So excited. I know it's gonna be fun. Yes, you get to see babies being well, birthed. I, I don't actually want to see that, but but I'm excited. The if fair is that's be there. something that's up yes. your alley. Then, yes. Get a milkshake, you know. Bring all the boys to the yard. <sighs> Jessica Beale do better. Who's your D-bag? Thank you for asking. You're welcome. Um, I don't know. I think it's CNN, but it's also probably Rebel Wilson by nature, the fact mm. that it's about Rebel Wilson. Bing, so in bing. some level, yeah. or on some level, she's bing. responsible. But it's mostly for CNN because listen to this attempt. And when I see things on CNN, I go... 
you know, I mean, it's CNN. Sure, they like to get attention like any other major news outlet. But I feel like it's a little different when CNN reports on something versus say, hello. Thank you. Like, I'm more apt to pay attention. Correct. So when I saw the following headline, Rebel Wilson's photo sparks concern among followers. What? I was like, what photo is she Was she, she impaled by something? <laughs> oh, I am concerned. <laughs> well, so then I opened the article and it's that picture of her like on the beach. Oh, uh, yeah. We talked about that like a week ago. Doing stuff. And it, okay, so here's the article. Rebel Wilson has been documenting her fitness journey on social media for more than a year. And a recent post has some of her followers worried. And I thought, oh, God, what what is worrying people? And then they... Oh, my gosh. Can I guess? Well, yeah. Are they worried that she's getting too thin? No. See, that's okay. what I thought. Oh. I thought people are going to be like, girl, eat a cheeseburger. Because, you know, that's the only other thing you're allowed to be is right. too thin or too, too fat. fat. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You can never like, just stop like, eating yeah. cheeseburgers. It's like Us Weekly from 2005. Scary skin. Mm-hmm. Scary skin? What? Skinny. <laughs> oh, tab- scary skinny. I'm tabloids like, back in I mean, the hey, day. Hey, we all age, honey. <laughs> skin changes. No. Um, yes, you're right. Scary skinny. Um, Tara Reed comes to mind because oh, the tabloids were merciless with her. So terrible. Anyway, so uh, yes, terrible. Your- okay, sorry. Give her a point, Holly. Okay. No, just let it go. Okay. Pretend that never happened. So you know, Rebel's been documenting her fitness journey. I hadn't known, but sure, thanks. Okay, uh, the because every post is about that. The Pitch Perfect star posted a production still on her verified Instagram account, which. Shows how much weight she lost, writing in the caption, Hey, babe, you got this, X. I think that's a kiss. Mm-hmm. Or is that a hug? I think X's are kisses, hugs are O's. Sure. Uh, hey, right? babe. I don't know, girl. I gotta look it up. I've always been confused by that. Kisses and hugs. That would make sense, because it's X's and O's, kisses and hugs. Right. I'm looking it up. Go on. I'm patiently waiting. Okay, fine. X represents represents kisses and O represents hugs. So I can translate. Okay, thanks. And it's Rebel Wilson. Hey, babe, you got this kiss. I know it's hard right now. I know you're trying to deal with stuff, but let's keep getting up every day and crush it. Work out, hydrate, fuel your body with quality food. Show your brilliant brain and your big heart. Remember the vision. Love you. That why is the we, post that concerned people. Why are we concerned? This what? is the most asinine attempt to make a story out of a non-story. All she did was post like some sort of motivational message, which, by the way, that's she just totally got Rebel super, Wilson. super Tony Robbins on us. Yeah, she's like, crush it, hydrate. I'm just like, oh, God, love her. But so what? impressive. <laughs> well, it is. It was all caps. Crush it. Crush it. <laughs> Like she's gonna They're take acting a beer like can she's, on her head. <laughs> like she's crying out for help because she says, "You got this. I know it's hard right now. I know you're trying to deal with stuff." So people are saying, uh, "Hi, 2021." So anybody? Here's CNN again. Crack reporting. Mm-hmm. A few of her famous friends, including Paris Hilton, offered their support in the comments. As did this is my favorite. As did many of Wilson's lesser known followers. <laughs> A few asked if she was doing okay. One noted that people forget famous people have normal people struggles too. This all is just nothing. It is literally somebody stopped what they are doing to point out that there are some people in her comments that think 
this is a hot mess. Do you know who those people are? Those are the people that you have in your life who are like trying to make you think that your problems are bigger than they actually are because they get off on other people's drama. Mm -hmm. She's fine. She was posting a dumb inspirational message. Yeah. Because she feels like she's in this Tony Robbins space. She is now because you have to be right when you've been an inspiration for people because you've lost 30 or 65 pounds. Yeah, you need to be you need to cheer other people on now. You can't just like go on about your life. Can we just talk about how problematic that is? I mean, what's going to happen in two years? When she has some kind of setback or what she would deem as a setback. No, we she is yes. now off like she is now in it to win it. She's crushing it. She's doing it. She's hydrating. She's fueling her body. She's crushing so much more. It. It's not that she shouldn't do all of those no. things. It's the turning of it into that Tony Robbins spiel. Yeah. Which gets kind of um, Well, it locks you into being that person all the time. Yeah. And so that's the thing. I mean, this is the thing that's been concerning me all along is like, when do you pivot? It's very similar to what we said about what's her name? Bo Jojo with a Bobo. Oh, Jojo. Right. Siwa. Like at some point you, you do, we, we all do people pivot, people pivot in their lives and they become something different or their next phase or whatever that is. And at some point being like the woman who lost 65 pounds is not going to serve her anymore. Whether it's because she has a human moment and you know hits the buffet a few times well, and stops walking, because now she can't post herself at the buffet. And by the way, you lose sixty pounds, you can go to the buffet. Yes, you absolutely wholeheartedly can go to the buffet. But she's going to feel like she can't go to the buffet. Or she can't post about going to the buffet. So then it's like, well, what are you actually doing? Like, if Mm -hmm. you can't post about it, like, that's the weird mind bleep that this is all like, you know, because people will be like, you're just hating on her for doing something good. And it's like, no, I'm super excited that she's doing something she wants to be doing. I just don't want her to lock herself into this idea of herself that doesn't give her permission to be the actual complicated human that she probably is. Like, we all are. Yes. And... And also, I think we've been saying all along, we want to see who she really is because she is, to your point, a complex human being. And she is more than just what her body shape is or her motivational, you know, uh, speeches. Isn't it weird that like we feel like if you lose 60 pounds, you're more of who you actually are. Mm -hmm. Right. Same person. Been the same person the whole yeah, time. So the yep. same, and and I learned this in a different part of my life. Wherever you go, there you are. Mm-hmm. So even if you're bringing sixty p- less pounds with you, yeah, you still got all the. Doesn't other mean junk. you can't grow. Doesn't right. mean you can't change. But the converse is true. Like you can lose that sixty and become a worse person. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that's the case here. I mean, I would hope not. But but it's just this this box that I feel like she's putting herself in. That's going to be very hard to. To get herself out of if life should present her with an, a different option, mm-hmm. you know, but that's Hollywood. So I get on some level, she probably understands all this and kind of like has just made the calculation. So I don't think I don't she's know. I'm worried. I actually worry about her representation because like, you know, uh, okay. For example, Adele also lost a significant amount of weight. Yeah. We did suffer through headlines about that constantly. Yeah. But what you see with Adele is not her pushing those headlines. Oh, she does not 
Not at all. So she is very sure about who she is and what her identity is apart from what her body looks like. Yeah, Rebel is clearly not. She's not. She's embracing and and even like uh, pushing the narrative a little bit. Yeah. And so... I, it, I I don't know that she's done the full calculation or I don't know that somebody on her team has done the full calculation because what she has done is basically fed the pigeons. Um, the pigeons, of course, being the tabloid media. Yep. And so they keep coming back expecting her to have food. And she does. She keeps feeding the damn pigeons. Yeah. And here we are. She's 41. I know. I know. Rebel Wilson. Because remember, her year of health was her 40th year. Mm-hmm. And also remember that there was that weird thing about her. Oh, her age being yeah, a little Yeah, but fudged. she like sued. Oh, remember yeah. that whole thing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then she had to give the money back? Yes. I forgot about that. Very complicated. It is very complicated, but just, you know, if you just, yeah. <laughs> this, CNN, though, yeah. like, here's In what closing, I do know. Yeah. Here's what I do know. <laughs> CNN, come on. That was not an article. That yeah. was like trolls in her comments were making something out of nothing. And you tried to make me think that there was actually something there. And I expect you, CNN, to be a gatekeeper between, you know, trolls and actual journalism. Thank Come you. on, honey. Thank Come you. on, honey. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, uh, we have a little reboot or get the boot. I'm really excited about this one. Uh I'll tell you what the show is that they are rebooting, and I'll tell you about the unique spin they're putting on it after this on My Talk 1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Well, hello there. Good afternoon. How are you? And I'm good. Thank you for asking. Um, we have had a multitude of occasions in the past few years to uh, try on this little segment. It's called Reboot or Get the Boot. Reboot or Get the Boot. Okay. We're talking about Perfect Strangers. Our favorite oh. late or 80s and early 90s ABC comedy sitcom. Belky Bartakamoose. Yes, with uh, Cousin Larry and Belky Bartakamoose. Now, can you remember kind of the premise of that show? Bel- Cousin Co- Belky. Cousin Larry worked Cousin at the Larry. Chicago Tribune. Oh, yeah. yeah and right. I think, if I'm remembering correctly, uh, discovered that he had a long lost cousin named Belki Bartakamus when he showed up on his doorstep. Yeah, and he was from what country again? It was a made up country. Hold on. It'll come. Oh, where was Belki from? Hold on. Where was Belki from? I'm here. I'm here for you. Uh, Mipos. Mipos. Mipos, yes, the which is the island Mipos. near Greece. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, they were cousins, and Belki showed up. To live with Larry, and there it's like it's totally that um, odd couple I was kind say, of show. It's the odd couple for sure. It basically is. So, let me tell you about the reboot. The reboot is going to be on HBO Max. Okay, and it will be it will it will star two African American actresses by the name of Robin Theed. I don't know if I'm saying that last name correctly. And London Hughes. Um, London Hughes is a British comedic actress and this is going to be here's going to be the um the premise of this one they will play half sisters 
who did not know about each other, but discover each other when they both inherit a one-bedroom apartment above a yoga studio in Brooklyn. Oh, fun. But of course, they are polar opposites. Of course. And they have to figure out how to live. Hijinks ensue. Of course, as per usual. Now, I love this on all levels. So I'm actually here for this reboot because it's doing what so many reboots don't do. Which which is? is... A lot of the reboots these days are like trying to stick too close to the original story. Mm-hmm. And it's like they're just doing a retelling of the same story with, you know, characters that are so closely based on the original characters. This one is like enough different, right? It's not taking place in Chicago. Nobody's from Meepos. It's well, yeah, that's a little schlocky. Like that would not yeah. play very well if you had like the premise worked in the 90s. Uh, ladies, um, in a way, because people were willing to put up with a little more fancifulness. I think it would read a little campy if you had somebody from a made-up country. Right. Yeah. Just Like, we just aren't going to do that. And on HBO Max, too, um, that's an interesting choice in terms of network. Is this their only, like, multi-camera experience on HBO Max? That's a good question. I, I think right now it might be. At least as far as new one, because they yeah. have plenty of old sitcoms archived. But yeah. yeah, yeah, I just mean like but new. Nothing that's because that's a hard thing to do in the year two thousand and twenty-one. I mean, yeah, you know, um, what's the show I'm thinking of? Which, by the way, is an amazing show, so amazing that I cannot actually give me like a hint. Um, one day at a time, the okay. reboot of that's one day just at a time. Name. That was more than a hint. I mean, it came to me. <laughs> uh, uh, it's hard to do a sitcom like that now because I think we just we're not used to that anymore. I mean, even when when they did the um, Will and Grace reboot, like a few of the episodes were really funny, and then it was just kind of like. But it all depends on the writing and the chemistry. So I'm excited to see what the chemistry is between these two characters, and then what kind of writing they're going to bring to bear. Okay, so I'm actually glad you brought that up because um, what we do know right now is that. Uh, one of the lead characters, Robin, and I swear I'm probably saying her name wrong, but Theed, that's what I'll say because that's what I see. Robin Theed will be produ- writing and producing alongside Robert Boyette, who was the original show's... Oh, yeah, Boyette production. Yeah, writer and producer. So you're going to have a little bit of the sensibility of what we loved in the 80s alongside kind of an edgier, newer version with a different kind of view and I, I hope that that will make it all the things we loved with all the things that we carry through in present day, right? Yeah, it looks um, like she was, I don't know if she was a writer, but she was involved with the nightly show um, with Larry Wilmore, which was such a good show, and I'm mm-hmm. sad that it went away. But um, So if, if that's the writing that we're looking forward to, that's probably going to be very funny. Right, and that's, I mean, so what I love about this is, when you when I hear reboot, my brain conjures up there's going to be a new Larry cousin Larry and a new Belky, or it'll be like cousin Larry's kid and Belky's kid, yeah. and they're you know what I mean. I wonder if these two will make cameos, except I don't think they both are with us, right? Well, no, yeah, they're are they both, both with so, us. Yeah, I'm pretty I sure one of them maybe had passed. No, I don't think so. Don't kill them. So, uh, Mark but Lynn Baker kind of fun if they played cousin Larry and Bronson Pinchot uh, played Ke- cousin Belky, and I think that's the one you thought had 
moved to a different dimension. Yeah, they're um, fully alive and ready to make. Well, I'm happy, but yeah, I would but like to see. Had some, there was some stuff. Belky. I'm pretty sure there were some stories about really? Bronson like Pinchot. I can't remember. I just remember it like showed up at one point and we were like, oh, okay, okay, here we go. This is from page six. Uh, I don't know the date on this. And the headline is, Inside Actor Bronson Pinchot's Very Sad Life as an 80s sitcom <laughs> star. Oh, that sounds fun. That's a great read. Oh, um, uh, he said the performer tells page six in a new interview that he was, quote, very unhappy, hypersensitive and depressed. Oh, OK. That's a bummer. Oh, no, he was. That was when he was playing that. Well, still sad. Kind of like Elf. Oh, like, don't oh even. man, don't even get us started on what was going on behind the scenes there. Well, Oof. this when is this happening? Later. Oh, when oh. we come back on the Colleen and Bradley Thank show. You. What's your favorite side dish? 651-641-1071. What is your favorite side dish? We'll take your calls after this on My Talk 1071.